This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Zneimer on Zoomer Radio. Good afternoon and welcome. Will he or won't he run for mayor or for a seat at Queen's Park? Well, I don't expect Doug Ford to divulge the worst-kept secret <laughs> here on Fight Back with Libby Snymer before Ford Fest on Friday. But he is in the house to answer our other questions, your questions too. I'm going to give the numbers out, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And Doug, welcome and thanks for joining us. Well, thanks for having me in. I love coming in. Great to see you again. Libby and uh, I always get a great response after I'm on the show I get emails I get phone calls so there's a lot of listeners out there there are a lot of listeners out there now uh, you yourself referred to this as the worst kept secret and you had that little slip last week where you said you had over a year (laughs) it's over a year to the municipal election uh, just seven months to the provincial election so we're operating on the assumption you're going to be running for mayor. Yeah, I look forward to seeing you at Ford Fest and everyone. It's at uh, 15 Westonwood Road, four blocks south of Lawrence, off of Roy York Road in Etobicoke. Okay, what time does it start? It starts at 6 p.m. Everything's free. Come by. First thousand people get Ford Fest t-shirts, and it's uh, it's going to be a great night. Music. Burgers, veggie burgers. It's it's going to be a we're going to be rocking and rolling. Okay, just a warning. It's going to be a long lineup if you want one of those burgers <laughs> or or a drink. So bring your patience with you. Well, we're actually getting more even better organized year after year. We're going to have four stations opposed to one, and so it's going to be exciting. Oh, great, great. Okay, time. so as I said, we are operating on the assumption that you are going to run for. Mayor, mm-hmm. and um, you were talking about having a lot of volunteers and a team in place. What can mm-hmm. you tell us about that? Well, I, as any campaign moves forward, uh, you, you build volunteers, and the response has been staggering. And I, I feel we're going to put the best team ever together. I've been in politics for 30 years, and uh, just the calls and the meetings I've had is going to be the best team ever. I think people are just fed up with uh, the taxes and seeing their money being wasted, no matter if it's at the federal, provincial, or municipal level. And uh, they're, uh, they're ready to get out there and, and start campaigning. Okay. Uh, you know, you have often talked about the gravy train at City Hall. Mm-hmm. You've talked about uh, mismanagement, huge spending. And uh, some of the people who are there now have called you out on it. There was a statement from the budget chief, Gary Crawford, and uh, basically he said uh, that in any political debate, facts matter, and I would encourage any individual attacking Toronto's finances to stick to the facts before firing off false and cavalier statements. Uh, Basically, they've said they've kept everything at or below the rate of inflation since 2015. 
Well, I'm going to respectfully disagree with Gary. I know Gary, he was part of our team. He he voted in the efficiencies with us. Uh, Mike Delgrand, the greatest budget chief the city's ever had, uh, I was talking to him, and he, he'll be there tomorrow. I'm on Friday as well. He, he thinks it's uh, absolutely disgusting how they've wasted a billion dollars. Uh, Mike Delgrand and our whole team, including Gary Crawford, uh, were found efficiencies. Now, over a span of... Uh, a few years, their their budget's gone up a billion dollars. And to put that into perspective, there's a million homes approximately. That's $1,000 per home compounded over four years. So the people of Toronto are paying $4,000 more over the last four years. Gary Crawford has depleted the my reserves. Tax, my taxes haven't gone up Well, actually, actually they, they, they have gone up because they, you have to look at the hidden taxes that they put in through their, their water and development charge and this and that. Uh, he, you know, again... He depleted, he actually depleted all the reserves. So we left a healthy uh, surplus under our administration, and within a short span, they've blown a billion dollars more. They're hiring a couple thousand employees. They just, they just hired someone for the homeless sector for $200,000 a year. How do you think the poor homeless people feel knowing someone is making $200,000? But in saying that, Libby, uh, they, they have a $300 million of pressure going into this year. How? They've wasted a billion dollars, a thousand dollars per household. Gary's wrong. I sat on budget. Mike Delgrand's not wrong. The numbers don't lie. Uh, they're, they're wasting a tremendous amount of money. Well, of, of course, uh, we will be getting to uh, the exact numbers uh, in a moment, and, mm-hmm. and people disagree with your math. Uh, but basically, mm-hmm. Mayor Tory says that uh, there are a lot of things that you, uh, your administration, Rob's administration, just completely let lapse that mm-hmm. have to be dealt with, and that's uh, fixing roads and transit. <laughs> uh, yeah. And he says that you have a lot to answer for, for things like yeah. cutting certain bus routes. Well, again, I'll, I'll respectfully disagree. Uh, I, I just ask anyone listening, what has John Tory done? He's a do-nothing mayor. No one can answer that question. What has he done? I'll give you two pages of what we accomplished in the first couple of years. And we gave him uh, coffers that were full. We had a surplus. And he's drained the surplus, drained all the reserves right right out of every single department. And he's facing $300 million a year. But what he's done, and it was reckless for Gary Crawford to do this and John Tory to do this, they actually put a market-based tax in. Uh, The land transfer tax... Uh, you don't put it in as a fixed cost in the budget. It's like gambling the taxpayers' money away, betting on the stock market. So they were expecting $700 million in this year's budget for land transfer tax. It's not going to be there. What are they going to do? Oh, so you're, they talking, you're talking about the drop in the real estate market. Absolutely. So what, what they've done, they put <laughs> a market-based tax that fluctuates as the fixed income and I've, I've never seen that in my life. It's, it, he went out and spent the taxpayers' money, went shopping, without having the money. So I don't know what they're going to do this year with $300 million of, of pressure going into this year. And uh, it's, it's back to the gravy train. It's in full swing again. There's no accountability. They don't even record the majority of the votes. So the people that you vote in, they don't even know what, what their councillors are voting for because... They, they don't record the votes anymore. The sole source deals are in full flight again. Which you can name one. One right off the hop. Well, let's go to the beaches. When we had a sole source deal down there, Rob went after the gentleman. Gentleman came after Rob so, in court, lost so, it. And then it went to, then it went to Kara Foods. 
And I, I think Care Foods is a great company. It was sole source. It just so happens, and I'm not accusing anyone, John Tory sat on Care Foods' board. So that, that, that's a conflict right there. You don't sole source. If Care Foods, the owners of Harvey's and Swiss Chalet, wanted to get that contract, there should be 10 other companies that bid against them. Again, that never happened. You know, so there, there's a lot of nonsense that's going on that John Tory's had a free ride, a free ride with the media, a free ride with the councillors. And the scariest thing at City Hall is when 44 councillors are getting along. The money is being spent out of control. They're flying all over the world. Again, what has the do-nothing mayor done? No one can come up with anything that he's actually physically done. And I, I could, he, he promised he was going to do not do road tolls, stood beside me numerous times. He went back and asked for road tolls. The only good thing that Kathleen Wynn's ever done, slapped him down like a little schoolboy, told him to go back and figure it out. But he is constantly from roof tax. Folks, the rain that comes off your roof, he wants to tax the rain that comes off your roof. The bigger the roof, the more you'd pay. Staggering. Okay, let's take a call from Doug in Waterloo. Hello, Doug. Hello, how are you, Libby? Fine. You're on the air. Well, I like your name, Doug. <laughs> yes. Um, well, you may not after this because, uh, that's you know, right. I, I feel that you're constantly so careless with the truth that when you're starting to make all these claims way, way out in front of an election, it's only be fair if you wait for a debate when John Tory is sitting with you one-on-one -on -one so he can defend and explain because... You sound a whole lot like Donald Trump, and you and your brother were the laughing stock of Canada, never mind Toronto. Oh, so that's that, you don't, no, need, no need to insult but, Doug. But you Doug, can disagree you know with something, him. That, that's fine. You can get personal about Donald Trump and get personal, whatever. All I know You're is we saved Doug. We, we need. Okay, Doug, call him from Waterloo, so he doesn't live in Toronto, but I want to I mention to Doug, we saved over a billion dollars, John Tory's wasted a billion, and what I want to do, I, I, would, I, would challenge, I would challenge John Tory to debate anytime, any place, and I'm going to hold him accountable. I, I know it hurts to hear I'm going to hold someone accountable, but I'm going to hold John Tory accountable, I can guarantee you that. Okay, so a lot of people dispute that you saved a billion dollars, and I'm well, sure you will debate. When our, worst, when our worst enemy in the whole world, the Toronto Star, goes in the paper and says they actually only saved seven hundred million instead of a billion, well, I'll even take the seven hundred million. But maybe we should ask Mike Del Grand, the budget chief that was there when we saved in excess of a uh, billion dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars on the on the labor deals, uh, driving efficiency, stopping sole source deals, uh, making uh, garbage, we uh, outsource the garbage. Uh, west of West of Young saved eighty eight million dollars. Made TTC an essential service. I could keep going and going and going. We made everything transparent. We put all the all the bids online. This never happened before. So they they can challenge and jump up and do, down and do backflips. But that's what happens when you pull their hands out of the cookie jar, and their their hands are in the cookie jar. Well, I, okay, and the taxes are going yeah. up. Well, that's the. Uh, well, that's, are you that's saying the you would you wouldn't raise taxes uh, the rate of inflation? No, well, that's the thing again, Libby. I, I encourage everyone, pull out your, your tax bills. Pull them out in 2014. Pull them out in 2013, 12, and 10. And, and compare it to 2017, 2016. Make sure you look at all the little hidden extra costs that uh, they have hidden in there. Again, uh, people decide. Numbers don't lie. 
John Tory promised our great friends in Scarborough, stood beside me out in Scarborough and said, I will make sure we have that Scarborough subway, the three stops. It was fully funded by the federal government, provincial, and, and also the municipal government. He went in there and uh, yeah, but the really, price, really messed. The, the price no, went up. Is that John it, it Tory's it, fault? It, it, it doesn't I, go up. Uh, Libby, let me tell you something. It doesn't go up by 50% in two years. Okay? You don't go into Scarborough, and these people have been shafted. John Tory shafted the people of Scarborough once again, promised something, broke his promises. All he's done is broken promises, one after the other after the other. People want a principled leader. Do what you say you're going to do. John Tory doesn't do that. Should we spend $9 billion on three stops instead no, of $3 billion on one? No, actually, that, that wasn't the cost. And that, that's a, a cost. They're, they're throwing out $3, 5000000000 It goes back to a smart track. He ran around, said he's going to do smart track. Seven years, you know, 20-some-odd stations. Guess where smart track is? Smart track is still on the back of the napkin, what he said three years ago. It has not moved. It's not going anywhere. But he promised smart track, smart track. Smart track is dead in the water. Everyone knows it. And he's just going after the people of Scarborough that have 27% of the population. Listen to your radio station right now. You are getting screwed from John Tory on the Scarborough subway. Well, um, you know, there are a lot of, uh, there's a lot of opposition to even the one, uh, the one subway station in Scarborough. That's why Jennifer Keysmat quit, as far as I can tell. Uh, a lot of people say the LRT would have been a much better solution. And uh, there have been some studies that saying that even the one station is going to be underutilized. Well, you know something? That makes me laugh. You, you, you talk to Jennifer Keysmat or John Tory, they couldn't find Scarborough on a map if you gave it to them. Well, that's not uh, fair. John, no, Tory, John Tory gets Let's, he gets out to all these places. you got to give on. him credit for, for that. <laughs> Uh, let, let me tell you something. John Tory doesn't worry about the people of Scarborough. The 630,000 people, you're telling me the traffic wouldn't be there? Go out to Scarborough. I go out there all the time. You can't even move. It's gridlock. They have two subway stations in Scarborough for 27% of the population. That is not fair. That's not balanced. They pay the fair share of taxes like everyone else. They deserve proper transit. Until you go out to the far reaches of Scarborough. Price? Not at any price. What like, we should you, have done. Are, are you like uh, Trump? You say you're going to make a better deal for getting well, those subway I, I, stops? I know you want to throw Trump in and all, all the rest. I, people, that, that's not going to fly. I know the media is trying to do that. It's not going to fly. Do you know why, Zibby? Oh, oh, Libby. Sorry, Zibby. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> I apologize. Okay. That's all right. <laughs> I won't call you anything worse than Zip. No. Libby, the reason why our family's been in politics for 25 years, serving the little guy, serving the people, they, they, they can try to play it any way they want. It's not going to work with them. Well, I mean, we have so many so much trouble at all levels with mm. transit and the delivery and the costs of that. And, and fortunately or unfortunately, that's, that's not something that's necessarily in the control of the politicians. Well, I think it is because if you, if you make a decision uh, many years ago to even build a kilometer a year, we'd have subways going all across the city. Unfortunately, there wasn't any visionaries. They want to put LRTs that, that, again, back in the day, we were saying, go out there. Don't do a sole source deal, uh, deal to uh, Bombardier. They did a sole source deal to Bombardier. Siemens was banging on the door. And guess what? They went ahead and did it. Now they can't deliver. And we went over and over again about this Bombardier. That's the problem when we have too many politicians. We have 22 MPs, 22 MPPs, and 44 councillors. Now they're going to bump it up. To 50-some-odd councillors, more politicians. My theory is 
cut the local politicians equal to the federal and provincial ridings. And you have less politicians, you get things done a lot quicker and a lot uh, more efficiently. Uh, you know, there, there might be something to that. <laughs> 100%. Less politicians is good. Uh, before we get back to our callers, I just, I just want to pick up on something uh, sure. that our caller said. And it, the mention of the, the Trump name, uh, just this whole kind of phenomenon of populism, is that something that is... Uh, useful to you i mean i know i think i think you've said that that uh you and rob actually in, invented that style of populist well politics. i didn't i didn't invent it and rob didn't invent it it just came natural to rob for 16 years he was helping little miss jones uh, out in scarborough picking up the the garbage when no one else would go out there he was returning calls when no other politician would return calls and, and people need a voice they feel like they aren't being heard. The little guy's not being heard. They aren't being represented. But when they can call the mayor at home and he returns a phone call, that's huge. Absolutely huge. And we focus on customer service excellence. Give John Tory a call at home, see what happens. Yeah, but that's that's not uh, the beginning and the end of so-called populism. I mean, it, it's uh, appealing to people who feel that uh, they're that they've been screwed. Absolutely. And they, every time you stick your hand in your pocket... You either have Justin Trudeau in there, you have Kathleen Wynne or John Tory. It's tax, tax, tax. We don't have a we don't have an income problem in government. We have a spending problem. It's just constantly spend, 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 spend. Out of control. How can we find a new tax? They call it revenue tools. People are tired of being gouged by the government. Again, but they're just it, fed up. But back they to can't this, afford it. So, so what do you think of Donald Trump? Well, I, you know, I'm not worried about him. I'm worried about the high taxes John Tory is is implementing, the broken promises John Tory said. I want to come in there, and we're going to turn this city into a prosperous city, low taxes, attract businesses along Young Street. They were I was driving down there yesterday. They're all closing their doors. They can't afford the high taxes. So well, that, the, that's that was the the increase. It's an increase, but the city can do something. They can sit down and work with the province to make sure that we don't all of a sudden gouge these small business owners. I, are, are they not doing that? Well, no. I, I go down the street, the House of Lords, the haircutting place, came right out and said, we're closing our doors because of the high taxes. Well, they, you, that's true. You, you yeah. go along Young Street right by Gerard there, there's a strip of five or six uh, small businesses have closed their doors. People can't sustain the tax taxes that all three level of, of government. Yeah, is but those aren't them. those aren't municipal taxes, and my understanding is that the city is trying to deal with. Well, that. the city has the power to sit down with the province and work a deal with these these people and businesses. Uh, not to mention uh, the hydro rates. We have the larger, the, the highest wait a hydro minute. rates wait, in North wait, America. Wait a minute, Doug. I have to stop you on one thing. When you say the city, I mean, I'm sure the province will meet. One of our big problems, I think, is that mm. the city does not have enough power. The city is a creature of well, the province. I've always the said mayor that. doesn't have enough power. So, so we're to in say, agreement. so well, exactly. But to so, say that the city has has the power to snap their fingers and reverse they, these because they, they have spoken out against those increases against the businesses on Young Street, and and the fact of it is that the city doesn't have the power to do that because it's a creature so, of the province. What so would you do we've about always, that? I've always agreed with that. Back in David Miller's term, Rob Ford's, John Tories, I've always said there should be a strong mayor system. There's a mayor that's elected throughout the city, yeah. and right now he has the same vote as 44 councillors. That's not right. Him or her, the mayor of the day, should have the, the power to veto 
the 44 councillors and vice versa. But they need a strong mayor system in Toronto. But the city does, does have power, and the province sometimes listens to them. Not all the time, but they have. Again, I've sat on budget. I've seen tax bills that companies have gone bankrupt. They haven't been able to pay. pay bang, it's gone. A million, $2 million bill, zing, gone. So they, they do have a certain amount of powers that uh, they can help on, on the tax, uh, property taxes. 100% they do. Well, I mean, they set the yeah. property tax every single year. Yeah, but, but this, is, this has to do with assessment. That's, That's correct. And the assessment, and the, that, the assessment body is a creature of the province. I agree 100%. They still have the power to sit down with the, I, with the minister yeah. and, and work things out that all of a sudden people don't get hit with a double tax, uh, you know, going from, let's say, $1,000 up to $3,000. So they do have the power to sit down with them, communicate with the Minister of Municipal Affairs. Anyway, let's uh, let's take a couple of calls. We've got Francis in Kitchener. Hi, Francis. Oh, hi, hi, Libby. Um, I admire um, Doug. I Thank wish you. you would come up to Kitchener and clean up here, uh, City Hall. We have this. You talk about that water running off the roof. We have this tax for four years already. We are paying. Yeah, it's just another another way, Francis, that the government wants to get in your pockets. It's yeah. hard. It's hard to survive now and pay yeah. the bills and, and and afford a home if you're a senior or if you're part of the millennials, even trying to afford a home because the government is constantly taxing you. We're getting taxed up to fifty percent. Yeah. So every dollar that you make, you work six months for the government, and if you're on a fixed income, how do you survive? How do you how do you pay your well, your property taxes? It's tough. I tell you, I'm a senior, and I'm selling house now because I cannot afford anymore. Tax, property taxes are going up every year. Everything, electricity, water, water is doubling. Yeah, I know. It's, rather than finding efficiencies and working for the taxpayers, they, yeah. they just the easy thing to do, Francis, is go reach in the taxpayer's pocket and take the money. And do you know why the politicians are that way? It's not their money. They have a free ride. They have their pensions. They they have all the benefits. So they don't really worry about the taxpayers. No. There's very few that worry about the taxpayers. Right. But that's why that's why we live in a democracy, Francis. Voice your opinion. Make sure you vote the guys that are voting these high taxes. Vote them out of office. And yeah. if you ever need help in Kitchener, I'd love to come up there. Next time I'm up there, I'll pay you a visit. Okay. okay. Well, that's a nice offer. Thanks, right. Francis. Thanks, Francis. Okay. Thank- okay. I'll try to get through to some of these calls. We've got Bill in Toronto. Hi, Bill. Hi, Libby. I don't know why you'd ask Doug what he thought about uh, uh, Trump, but anyways. That, because that's a lot fun. of people say the phenomenon is similar. It's, not, it's and nowhere I think, close. It's a I, narrative, I think, Bill. A narrative, and I love uh, Libby. Well, She's a great person. Rob is what they're trying to do to Trump. Absolutely. Let's not even well, 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 there you go. You see a similarity as as well. I, I'm just saying that... There, there is a similarity, and uh, there's no similarity at all outside of it. People are ticked off in the U.S. They're ticked off here in Canada. Well, that's being a similarity by the government. That's a similarity. People are feeling ticked off, probably for uh, the same kinds of reasons. Bill, I mean. drop by Ford Fest. I'd love to meet you. We're going to have a lot of fun. I've got your invitation, and uh, is all I want to say is I don't know where, where we need you more. I think more at uh, you should be leading the uh, provincial conservative party and well, save this province. Well, thank you, Bill. I know I know uh, I'm pretty confident that we're going to go in there, and Kathleen Wynn's going to be exiting out the back door, and there's going to be some accountability and transparency at Queens Park for the first time in a long time. Okay, Bill. Thanks for your call. 
Let's go to Joyce in Scarborough. You were talking about Scarborough. Hi, Joyce. Hi. Hi, Joyce. Doug, I voted for your brother. I voted for you. Thank you. I'll vote for you again. Thank you so much, Joyce. I really appreciate that. I love the people of Scarborough. And we love the forts. Thank okay. You. What about uh, what about the one-stop subway? What do you think of that, Joyce? Well, I'm a senior, and guess what? There's nothing for seniors. Mm-hmm. We're like Doug said. We're getting taxed, taxed, and like Doug, I had a call from your brother. I thought it was a joke when he was running for mayor. I said, come on, you're not really Robbie. And he laughed, and he said, yeah, I really am. <laughs> that sounds like him. Anyone out there listening, you ever have a problem, all you have to do is give us a call at 416-233-6934. And that's Rob's old number. You have that fridge magnet. He has thousands oh, of them throughout the city. Is that Michael's office number? No, that's our private number now. I actually re uh, reactivated uh, Rob's line. So many people have that number. So you give us a call, and uh, when I'm out in Scarborough, I'd love to drop by and pay you a visit, Joyce. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, Joyce. Thank, thank you. you so much. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Uh Let's go to Gert in Niagara Falls. Hi, Gert. Hi, how are you? Fine, how are you? Uh, hi, Gert. I, I, hi, sir. Um, at the beginning, I wasn't a fan of the Ford brothers, but I think that you will probably very, be very, very good for Toronto. Thank you. And even I would rather see you go into the feder- uh, the provincial government. Um, I am a fan of Wynne, but I really displease of what she's doing. She's not doing the right things. And I would like to see you go if you if you don't win the mayor, at least go in for. Uh, well, the timing on that is a little yeah, strange. But th- thank uh, you so much for the vote of confidence, Gert. And uh, I've, I've talked to a lot of friends. I always say the vast majority of our supporters are traditional liberal voters, traditional NDP voters. Mm-hmm. That's well, who supports us. You're saying tax and tax, and I was appalled when I heard that Mr. Tory wants to tax the rain off your roof. Now, come on. Yeah. Uh, I I have a cistern where I live in a rural in Niagara Falls. Uh, my my rain goes into my cistern, mm-hmm. and I'd be taxed for that. That's ludicrous. Yeah, well they they, they just no. want to they yeah they do any rainwater that's coming off your roof in Toronto. Uh, they they want to tax you the bigger roof, the more rain they're going to tax you. I've never it's, heard of it. It's ludicrous. It's just another way of gouging the taxpayers, and it's about time that they start finding efficiencies. Okay. And not just that, your hydro. Uh, the hydro oh, the hydro is, is a huge, is, huge mess. I've always said... We need I another hour before, for that, Gert, though. <laughs> no, I know. I've always said, put in a hydro uh, carbon tax lottery. Mm-hmm. Turn around, get rid of the, um, the, the, the delivery fee. Put everything reasonable. Uh, okay. I'm sure we would see a lot of businesses return to Ontario. Okay, Gert, we can't even get into well, that. That's a you, huge Gert. topic. Thank but you Thanks so much. very much. You're Bye-bye. Welcome, Thank you. Okay, Julia in Toronto. Hi, Julia. Good afternoon, Libby. Rob, I mean, forgive me, Rob, Doug? Yes, how are you doing, Julia? You've already won. Thank uh, you, well, best of luck and best of health. Well, God bless you. Thank you. Okay. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks for that. Okay, Joan in Oshawa. Hello, Joan. Hello, Libby. How are you today? Hi, Hi. Doug. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Joan. I love the hardworking people out in Oshawa. They're so <laughs> down to earth. They are. They're hardworking, blue-collar folks. And they're just, they're great people. Well, thanks very much. Um, I have a problem with uh, with the government spending. It doesn't matter what level it is. That's right. Um, they're just robbing us blind. We've only got a, 
um, just my husband is still working, but he'll be retiring in another two years. And uh, it's terrible with property taxes and your mortgage payments. Good grief. And the hydro, that, uh, that yeah. you know, yeah, well, that's you've, another you've, horse uh, of a different color. Yep. You've mentioned uh, taxes at all different And, and, and the levels. hydro, hydro yeah. too. And I'm, I'm, uh, this is an absolute 100% true story. I get a phone call from my wife yesterday or was it sunday no sunday make sure you get all the laundry ready because it's holidays we get a lower rate on on hydro so <laughs> really? you know 100 and i'm even cooking at night now after 11 o'clock yeah that's it's ridiculous that we're in that situation days. well and, there's and, there's that strange pilot project where you have to pick the times you want to use the hydro and if you use it outside the time you really get dinged we actually did a show on that Last week, and I'm sure there will be more. But the the hydro oh, situation the I mean, is ridiculous. Tax? What are they crazy? Yeah. I, do, I, do you know what's Do you know what the problem is, uh, Joan? We we look at Ontario Hydro. We got all the big fat cats up there. One guy's making four and a half million dollars. Next guy's two and a half. Another guy two and a half million. You look at Quebec Hydro. The top guy's making 450000 That's the difference. There's too many fat cats at Hydro One. It's not being run efficiently. Uh, we're sending Hydro down to the U.S. and then gouging our own residents. So I can't wait till the next provincial election. I know, because I've known about that, about uh, sending our Hydro to the states. I've known that for years. Yeah, it's a, it's a shame when, when it, people it, are struggling it, it here. Does. I yeah. mean, you know, why don't we have a, just have a reserve of... Of excess hydro. Well, you, you, instead of you, sending it down to the you can't. Yeah. You can't. It doesn't keep. Uh, so um, that's that's the problem. The problem is that we contracted for too much, paid too much for what we contracted, and then we have to get rid of it. Joan, thanks for your call. You're very welcome. Thank you, Joan. Both of you have a wonderful. Oh, well, you have a great week too, Joan. Thanks. Okay, Julius in Scarborough. Hi, Julius. Hi, Emma. Oh, good afternoon, Miss uh, Nymer and Mr. Ford. Hi. Hi, Julius. I'm going to be fairly brief. <laughs> mm-hmm. Make that very brief. We're really running out of time here. Okay, very good. Mr. Ford, yes. one of my issues is when I read the paper is the crime issue. Yes. And uh, lately we've had a spate of it. Mm-hmm. Violent crime, gun crime. I'm looking at Mr. Tory to see how he addresses this. He makes a little bit of a surface speech, and the next day he talks about illegal parking problems. Yeah. Uh, is this our biggest issue? I think the biggest issue is crime. Yeah, no, and escalating uh, crime. I agree, Julius. And it bothers people, and we talk about it in the in the shops, and the neighbors, and the gatherings, and nobody wants to mention it in public. Well, I I do. I'll I'll call anyone out on on that. I agree. It's good to be up there, like uh, John Tory, and a good uh, talker, and really does nothing. Nope. What what he has to do is actually engage the areas, go in there, and focus. And and you know what they just did? They pulled all the police out of the schools. Big mistake. It's, in, it's insane. Big mistake. Get the police back in the schools, connecting with these kids, go into the uh, areas of crime, uh, connect with these families. I'll, I'll give you a story. We just, we, just I just have a, a question yeah. here, Doug. So that decision was made by the school board, and the school board apparently has the right to make that decision love, meanwhile no no yeah, let me i'm, I'm asking ahead, this is yeah. okay and i know there are lots of people who says like get rid of this school board but what yeah. would you i mean and this again shows the issue with the powers of the mayor but mm. given that 
this it's the school board's decision and they have the right to make it how would you have handled that? well the the toronto police first of all we the taxpayers of toronto and there's only one taxpayer no matter if it's a school board province feds or municipal they have a lot of power we pay for the police you sit down with the school board they report into the minister of education we need the police in the schools they need to connect with the kids and i'll give you one example well, julius no, I, okay assuming that we agree with that how would you handle it if the school board said we're getting rid of the police I'll, and you as mayor didn't the have the board. power well, to overrule them well that, that's a good point julius number one we should get rid of the school board because they can't meet a, a budget if their life depended on it i'd be sitting down with the minister of education I will sit down with the Minister of Education with the new government that's going to be in in June, and I'm going to uh, make sure that we have police in, in the schools. Very simply, they have to connect with the students. I brought up, I went to a high-priority neighborhood, Julius, up in Etobicoke, and, and we've had some, some problems up there. We had 80 kids from a high-priority neighborhood, put them on a bus, brought them up north, connected with these kids, connected with their parents, that's what you have to do. You have to sit down and, and focus with these kids. Make sure you teach them crime doesn't pay. And the ones that create uh, commit crimes, they have to do the time. It's that, almost as if we're being intimidated, intimidated by the actual criminals and we're afraid to go in there and, and, and talk tough. Because you know something, the, the mayor right now... He he doesn't have the backbone to go in there and talk tough. He uh, wants Mr. to keep Ford, he wants to keep everyone happy. Kumbaya, yes, Julius. Yes, yes. I, Ford, when I'm there, I'm going to be in there speaking uh, on behalf of the people. Final comment, if I may, oh, oh, Mr. You, Julius. Mr. I'm I'm real sorry, but we are way over Mr. time. Victoria is slipping into David Miller. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Worse than David Miller. Okay, I'm Julius signing off. Okay, thanks, Julius. Julius come thanks. by Ford Fest. Okay, yeah. bye-bye. Come to Scarborough, thanks. I will. Okay, bye-bye. Uh, we really have to uh, wrap things up. There is just one thing I want to clarify before we do that. So what you were referring to the rain tax is just a proposal at the moment, and it is a proposal to add an additional charge to residents with roofed properties that would amount to between another 130 and $400 through increase garbage well, I'm, I'm glad you clarified that but, he wants to get the rain tax he wants a parking tax he wants a toll tax it's tax 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 i want to hear from john tory what have you done to save the people's money it's not that he hasn't even done anything because he hasn't done anything mm -hmm. he's made the city worse it's actually worse than it was before so folks you ever need help you give me a call at home at 416-233-6934 come to ford fest we're gonna have a great time and i'm gonna tell you how i'm gonna save you money okay and we look forward to uh you divulging uh the worst kept secret absolutely in thanks. toronto doug ford thanks so much <laughs> thanks for so joining much for us having me on Libby. okay bye-bye you're listening to an exclusive podcast of fight back on zoomer radio heard weekdays from noon to one you're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.